No? Yes? No? Going live? Live. What's going on, D-Bags? Hope you guys are doing well. We're back here again with another episode of the Detox Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Rita. Feel free to connect with me at any of the links down below. And if you're new here and you enjoy music, podcasts, comedy, or hooping videos, do consider subscribing because we've got a whole lot of that going on around here. Now, before I can get into today's episode, got to talk to you guys a little bit about car insurance. These days, feels like feels like prices just keep going up. feels like no matter what's going on, we're always talking about how expensive things are or how expensive things are going to be. Uh, but luckily for you and I, our hometown auto insurance company, Kenosha Auto Insurance, can help us save some money in that department. Uh, when you shop locally with Kenosha Auto Insurance, you'll see how simple and hassle-free insurance can really be while they get you the best rates for you and your family. So what are you waiting for? Give them a call today at 262-448-4141. That's 448-4141. The website is kenoshains.com. It's on the screen right now. It's also linked down below. One last time, that's 262-448-4141. The website is also in, it's linked down in the description. Give them a call, tell them D-Rita Detox sent you. The worst that could happen is you will get the best rates. Now, we're here, the The studio's filling up. It's, you know, I can see it on the monitor there. It's it's a little different than it was last week. Going to be adding some more stuff uh, again next week. No, no guest here today, it's just me. There will be shelves in here, I'm thinking. You guys tell me if there's any good shelves you recommend. I was thinking just getting the plain, simple ones from Ikea, but then I just saw these Lego ones uh, that are like in the shapes of Lego bricks, and then they have like a compartment underneath. I'm thinking about maybe swapping to that. But yeah, we're going to be filling out this set here to in the days to come, weeks to come, probably be a couple more weeks before it's fully, fully finished. But I hopefully it's sounding a little bit better already. We have some foam up now. Um, a little bit of soundproofing, some sound carpet, bass traps, things of that nature. So it should be helping with the echo because I've, I've heard in the last couple episodes there was a little echo, which, you know, is going to happen when you're in just a, a blank room talking right next to a wall. Um, but I think, uh, I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there. The city, the city is tough. The city has hardened me, has changed me. Um, just kidding. It, it hasn't. But it did tow one of my friend's cars uh, like a week or two ago. And that was not great. Um, I don't know. I, I don't understand the parking situation yet in the city. I'm sure maybe other people from cities are, are either laughing at me or are equally as frustrated. But uh, I live in a building where there's a sign parking that you have to pay for. You have to pay for a spot. And uh, there are street parking around the said parking lot. Um, but that is like metered parking. So it's some of which is um, randomly like has certain days of the days of the week where you can't park there at all. Um, there's no signage to say it just there is a sign that says it's like free parking after a certain time on Fridays and Saturdays or some shit, um, which is cool. But I, I don't know the rules. So basically what ended up happening was um, myself and my girlfriend each have a spot. And I had a friend stay the night a week or so ago. And I needed them to park in a spot. So uh, my girlfriend works third shift. So I'm like, oh, this works out good. You can park in her spot um, until, you know, she gets back from work. And he's probably going to leave, you know, early morning anyways or late morning. Um, so we're like, oh, that'll be perfect. Now, what I didn't mention is before she went to work, he was actually parked in this, like, we have this spot for, like, new residents, like, people that are, are thinking about moving in, people that have, like, a meeting. And I've parked there a bunch of times before we fully moved in. I've had my family parked there uh, several times. Um, but I had him, he was parked there the evening before until she went to work. 
is where the issue comes in. Management is only here. So the building management is only here from nine in the morning until five at night. They leave pretty promptly at five unless there's something else going on. So when they left, because she's not leaving for work until she works seven to seven. So she's not leaving to work until like six, six thirty. They leave at five. They see this dude's car, my friend's car in the resident the future resident parking spot. So they don't do anything because they're like, oh, well, maybe somebody it's some maybe they have someone else who's moving in. Maybe they have somebody doing something, meeting a friend or something that is considering moving in. No big deal. The issue was he was parked in my girlfriend's spot overnight. But then when she was on her way home from work, we were still getting his shit together. So he just moved from her spot back into this other, you know, future resident parking spot. That was at about, she got here in the morning by 8.30. So management comes in at 9, and they see this car still there. Long story short, I go to walk my homie out at the end of the day. It's like 11, maybe 10.30, 11 o'clock. So about an hour, hour and a half after they would have gotten there. And um, I'm like, we <laughs> we walk outside. I'm like, yo, where's your car? They fucking, they towed his fucking car didn't send an email, didn't send like a, a make an announcement, nothing. They just fucking got that shit out of there. And um, so we had to figure out the towing company that took it. I covered it for my boy because I wasn't going to, you know, it was kind of my, f I mean, it was my fault. You know, I, I, I didn't know where he should park. And so my, the lack of knowledge is what caused him to get towed. But I was fucking pissed. And I'll tell you this about people, about these towing companies. I don't know if it's every single one, but it says, oh, it's $125. To get a, you know, for the towing fee. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I was like, I'll pay that. That sucks, but I'll do it, right? No, 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 We get there, and this fucking dude is behind bulletproof glass. And he, as he should be, because I <laughs> I was so angry. Um, this dude's behind bulletproof glass, and he, he has the audacity. First off, he yells at us because we have to buzz him in. We have to get buzzed in. We're, we're ringing this, like, weird doorbell thing. It's making this loud buzz. And he's through this intercom. is like... Only one at a time. Only one at a time. And I'm like, I, I'm I'm paying. I've already told my friend I'm gonna pay for this. So I'm like, N we gotta come in together. So eventually, he lets us come in together. We get in the room. This is tiny little box, and it says a sign on the wall that says, if you using it, the use of any foul or, or profane language can and will result in tickets and the P Milwaukee police being called. Um, so I'm trying to watch what I say. As I'm speaking to this guy, because he hits me with, it's going to be $348. And I'm like, it said, it said $125. On the site, I was like, it says $125 for regular towing. And he goes, I, I say, so I'm like, and again, I'm trying to collect myself. I'm like, okay, I was like, where, sir, uh, where are you getting the $348 from? Where where's that coming from? And he's he uh he turns over to his shoulder to some guy back there and he's like, There is there a breakdown back uh, out on the wall? And the guy's like, Yeah, there's a breakdown out there. He's like, It should've be all broken down on the wall there. And I'm I look, and sure enough, to the right of the window there's a, a sign that says one hundred twenty five dollars for a towing fee. Then it goes day fee twenty five dollars. I'm like, Well he's been here for an hour. So what are we paying an extra day fee for? Okay, fine. Maybe it's just counting the singular day. Then another one. I, it was like another. I don't remember. If it was two fifty or what it was. It was a some ridiculous that was basically the other extent of the price. 
was all a special equipment fee. And I'm like, well, what special equipment did you use? You, you just towed it. How are you, how are you towing it? How am I going to charge for a towing fee, regular towing fee and special equipment towing fee? Which one is it? Long story short, we got the, we got the car. Um, it was really sketchy though, too. They wouldn't let us both, like we couldn't both be in the lot even to get his car back. So, and, and then they wouldn't, um, there was another rule that was like, it had to be the person whose title the car was under. It had to be, you had to use their card if you were going to use a card. So then I had to just like Venmo my friend. So then he's all like stressed out because, you know, he's now he's got to put it on his card and hope, you know, thankfully he had enough money on his card. Like, I don't know his financial situation. Like, that's not fair for that to be put on him. But it just was like a bullshit thing after bullshit thing after bullshit thing. And then I don't even know if this is legal. They drove his car up to the end of the lot. And I'm pretty sure they're not allowed to do that unless you give them permission. But again, I don't I don't know the rules. I'm not a lawyer, nothing like that. But it was. Man, it was just just so fucking stressful, so stressful, and they were just assholes about it, and it was like, I don't know, I was very upset, and I've come to find out recently, and I, I enjoy the place that I'm staying in, I really do, but I've come to find out that they actually have a, a like, deal with this towing company, so, because it's the same towing company, apparently, it's the same towing company that I'm supposed to call if someone takes my, like, reserved parking spot, so it's like a it's kind of like a backhand deal where it's like we're, you know, we're getting a kickback every time somebody's getting towed because you guys are making all this money. So kind of shitty, kind of whatever, but it is what it is. The other thing that's been weird so far about getting used to the city um, is uh, is getting on the interstate so much in Milwaukee. I don't mind it. I, I mean, my car is not built for it. That's for sure. It, it is scary and a little bit of a death trap getting up to 70 miles an hour when the speed limit says 50. Um but I, I, other than that, like, it's not terrible, except for the fact that there are these people, these people that refuse, just refuse to let you merge. Like, I don't know what's going on. And if you're one of those people, I, I'm, what I want to do to you and what I want to do to everybody else that does this is I want to, I want to round everybody up. All right. That if you're somebody that doesn't let people merge on the interstate, we need to, they need, these people need to be rounded up. They need to be put in a in a floating school bus over an island and be dropped out and forced to compete in a Fortnite like Battle Royale because these people don't deserve to be here. They're ridiculous. They they just you're sitting. I the other day I just closed my eyes because I thought I died. I'm I was going and my car. Anybody who knows me knows my car is not very impressive. It is not very safe. Um. It's, it's not not safe, but it's it's not great. It's not a great vehicle at the moment. It's seen better days. It, it was it lasted a long time. It, it is getting the job done, but it's not the best vehicle. Um, so it's a little tougher to get up to speed, right? So I, I'm worried about getting up to speed. I get up to speed to merge on this interstate. You know, I'm looking. I'm signaling. I'm looking. There's this fucking, this big-ass truck just comes flying. And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, like, I'm going to let him go. You know, I'm just, I'll slow down. Sure, fuck it. So I start slowing down. So this guy will get past me, right? Another one comes flying right past him. There's no more space. The, the, the lane has ended. I have to get over now. So I can't continue. I'm going to crash into this guy unless he floors it an extra 20, 30 miles an hour from wherever he was until. So I, I literally just went like, I was like, 
and I was alive. Unless this is a reality where I, I am, I maybe I am dead and I'm living in some matrix afterlife um, that assumed I lived. Uh, but if that, yeah, I, I, I somehow survived and, and I'm here, but I, I seriously just like left it up to, I was like, well, there's nothing else I can do. And I really don't know what you're supposed to do because if you're merging, someone's behind you and these people won't let you in and they're flying. I mean, you can't slam on the brakes. This person's hitting you and you can't go in because you're just going to die. What are you supposed to do? So I just, I did what I had to do. I guess I, I just went for, for death and luckily, luckily it did not take me. So, so that is good. But yeah, the city has been kind of weird. I'm, I'm still getting uh, acclimated. I'm trying to figure out where everything is trying to, um, figure out what I'm going to do, do with myself out here, I guess. And, and, and I think part of my struggle with that is, is that I just been overthinking a lot of things lately, stressing out a lot, even with the set, dude, like I, I was so stressed right before we went live just because I is, we got, we got different lighting. We got, um, you know, we have a different space, much more condensed space, which is, it has a lot of positives, a lot of negatives as well. It's kind of, you know, there's, there's good and bad with that. Um, but for whatever reason, it's just like every week, some part of my equipment just doesn't want to do what it's supposed to do or what it's been doing. Like I, I, I will be using, I mean, we are using the same cameras that we've been using the whole time that all 177 episodes have been shot on. Right. And all of a sudden I'm getting different I'm getting different information in the sensors. I'm shooting on auto, guys. I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I know what I'm doing, but I don't know what I'm doing like that. Like, I'm not super in-depth with it, especially when we're doing the podcast. I'm not I'm not putting it in manual and, and fucking with the ISO and shit like that. Like, we're just, we're getting what we, we want, good lighting, and then we just stick, stick it on auto. It's not working. <laughs> it's not happening. The cameras are freaking out. Something's up with the sensor. Even the autofocus, it's like, I, if I move a little too far, I just become like bl super blown out right now. Um, it's been great. It's just been wild. Or, or my computer is going back to, we fixed it like two months ago. I know you guys remember it was like for like three, four, five months. It was like, I was, I wasn't able to do fucking zoom interviews. If we, if we had somebody on, we, we were, uh, we weren't able to do the theme song and then I fixed all that and we were good. We were good. And then all of a sudden. We we move and and now and now it's it's uh, all these issues. But and I just be thinking about like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? All these things. And it's it's been it's been a struggle. And then, you know, my friend's car gets towed. And even though, like, obviously I paid for it, helped made sure we got it figured out. Like, I'm still like looking into it too far of like, oh, is he upset with me that we had to do it? Like, is he you know, I, I don't know how he's feeling about this. Da, 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 da. And sometimes, man, I just wish. I wish that I could just be like maybe a little bit more surface level or a little bit less like over analyzing, like over aware of things because like I feel as though maybe I dig the hole further than it needs to be because of that. Like I, something happens and whether it's maybe positive or negative and I'm, I'm always like reading into it I extremely deep and maybe further than I should be because if I had just let it be what it was like then I then I wouldn't end up you know maybe saying something dumb that compounds the issue or or um or making a hasty decision that ends up uh ends up worse than would have if I had just left it at what it was and so you know I, I something I I've been thinking about a lot is like can I how do I just 
how do I just dial it back so I'm not so so um, into every single detail of what people say and trying to to not stress out about every single thing um, that I hear. But uh, I just yeah, I just people someone will be like even like, oh, the you know, new studios looking good. And I'm like thinking about who said it, where they're at, why they would have said it, like, do they mean it? Are they joke? And it's like all this shit. And it's like, dude, just it's a compliment. Just take it at, at their word. And if they and my, I, I guess what I'm struggling with is 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 being able to take people at their word and just accepting that if that's not what they meant, that that's not my fault. You know, but I just it's so, I have a disconnect there where it's like if people if someone's going to fuck me over, I want to know that they're fucking me over before they before they do it. Like like I don't it's not really I, maybe it is a defense. I don't know what it is. It's, it's like I'm trying to catch it before it happens. And, and a lot of times it's not even there. Um, and, and it just makes situations stupid. It just makes it makes it worse. Um Sidebar. We'll get get away from that. Um, I I put in the in the in the thumbnail here that we're gonna be we're gonna be talking a little bit about Target. I used to work at one of the major retailers in in the United States in the in the world. I feel like uh, Target Target store. I won't say my store number, but um, I was I was I was out here, retail worker, essential worker. You know, cardboard. Cardboard boxes every day, unloading trucks, sorting trucks, pushing that product to the floor. Um, yeah, I was out here. I was out here making sure you could get those, those uh, three, four dollar, little shitty shelves in the bullseye section, um, or or whatever chargers that you should not plug into any device that you care about. Um, yeah, I was out there. I was doing it. And actually, I'm not gonna lie. It was there was a lot of a lot of good stuff with that job. A, a lot of stuff I enjoyed. Um, I I I'm happy, you know. As I put in the title, also it's Thanksgiving, so we're getting to Black Friday is this week, um, which is you know Q4 is already among us. If you're in the retail world, you know. If you're doing anything where people are coming in and shopping, you know. Just give. That's what you know. What's what we're gonna do right now? If there's somebody you know, or if it's you that works retail either send them like send them a hug emo emoji or or send them a video it's giving them some positive words mccurrent because i'm telling you they do not want to be here right now they are they are not having a good time give them a hug high five nux this thing whatever it just something to get these people excited about being alive because dude Q4 at a retail store, it's hilarious. It there's as a worker, there are things you can do that are fun, but there it's just in general like we had a sign at at the place I worked that said you could not take uh you couldn't take off past October all requests um uh or you could not request off after October 31st, I believe it was. Um, is what the sign said or something to that effect. Now, it's not completely true. You could get a day off past then, but they mostly the only way you were doing that is if you um, got that approved prior to October 31st and uh, or otherwise had it like swapped with somebody else or something. So it was kind of funny um, that and just the the whole mindset, especially when when Q4 starts, um, how how crazy and panicked it feels uh, in a store and it's weird. And I, I've had, I've had other people on that that have worked there, um, or at, um, 
you know, retail stores and stuff like that. And, and I think they'd all say about the same, you know, Q4 is just, it's going to be wild. There's going to be, there's going to be people that you're going to have a lot of new workers, a lot of seasonal people. You're going to have, um, the people that normally work being upset that they're still working there. And, and I'm, you know, can't blame them for that. It's just, uh, it's ridiculous. I wish I could have worked on, I did. I work black Friday. I worked black Friday one year, not the, not the other year. I worked there for two years and, and one, one year I was working black Friday, uh, and it was actually dead, super dead for what I thought. I mean, it was a normal busy day, like a normal Friday, I guess. Um, and it was, uh, it was totally, totally chill. Cause now everybody gets, gets the stuff online, but it's just the rest of Q4 that like you get so much more product in that I think people up at the top are stressed out and then they stress out the uh, people in the middle and the people in the middle stress out the the grunts, myself, the pawns and stuff like that. So it's, it's not as so much as bad with the with the customers. It's more so the workers and, and the maybe, you know, people in charge of those people that, that make it kind of crazy. And it, it, it's... Uh, it's not always fun. It's not always fun. Um, on the on the note though of, of with Target, Target and Walmart, something I was thinking about, you know, as as the holidays are nearing and we're we're thinking about spending time with our families. I remember when I would go to the store, Targets, Walmarts, with my mom, and um, when I was young, it was always like it was going to war every time we went to the store. Three kids and my mom. And uh, it all, it felt like we were in there for like days every time. Like that's the weirdest thing I do. I still remember like the first time I went shopping in like high school with like my friends, and like I was like, wow, this is fun. We were in here for like ten minutes. We we got what we needed. We just chilled, talked about whatever we wanted to talk about. We you know, but when when I was a kid growing up, it was like me and my siblings would start off like we. My mom would be like, all right, no fighting. Like everybody be cool. And we were like well-behaved kids. Like we didn't do anything to disrupt the store, nothing like that. It was all internal. And so like we would do, we would like have different games that we would play with each other while my mom was shopping where like I, it was always going to end in a fight. It would be like, you know, if there was uh, um, certain tiles, we do like the floor is lava one. That's a pretty basic one. We'd be doing like, um, trying to find the cheapest toy or the most expensive toy or one that we got in trouble with doing once was we would move toys to different price tags or move the price tags that that was bad for the store that one wasn't internal i guess technically now that i've worked at a store uh that would fuck up somebody's zone actually pretty bad but one time we had moved the price of something to be on another item and then went to my mom and be like, yo, can we have this? And she was like, no. And we're like, but look, it's only whatever. And she's not looking at a DPCI. She's not looking at the codes to make sure like, oh, that's the same thing. She just sees, oh, the big dollar amount is okay. It's only a couple bucks for this action figure, which is what it should probably be. And then we got to the checkout and yeah, she was not happy. She was not. And, we, and I, needless to say, I didn't get it either. She made the cashier comp that and put it away. And I was very, very sad. I'll use this is something I want to know too, though. Did you guys ever do this growing up? Did you ever hide a toy 
behind other items because you wanted it to be there the next time you came. Because we didn't come a lot. Like, it felt like when we would all go to the store together, it was like a once a month thing. Um, and so when we would we would go, we would always try to like, oh my God, oh my God, they have so-and-so. They have they have Boba Fett, let's say, oh, da, da, the special edition Boba Fett. And I would take Boba Fett and I would bring it to like the other side of the store and just find, put him behind some hoses or put him behind something, some tires, fucking engine, engine oil, something so that people wouldn't find it. Now, again, after working at a retail store, that probably would stick out pretty easily. We find that pretty quickly. And it's probably why every single time we did that, when we would come back, it would never be there. But we tried. We tried a lot. We really, we really tried to do everything we could, everything we could to um, to save the toys. the The time that the time that um that w- that I was thinking about though, as, as I was reminiscing on, on going to the store with my mom growing up, was uh the time when it w- the time when Walmart remodeled. We had a Walmart near us, like 25, 30 minutes from us. And we would go there, like I said, like once a month as a family. And it was always ridiculous. It was always a big fiasco and a, a war between myself and, and my brother and sister. And I remember the face on my, like my mom's face when Walmart remodeled. Like the Walmarts, I, I don't know if it was when they became super Walmarts, like all of them became Walmart super centers or if it, whatever. But it, all of a sudden, it had this expansion, and it was way bigger, and they had moved everything around. They switched all the zones, switched all the aisles. Um, now, again, as a worker, I know that was that was probably a bitch to do, all that setting, all that pulling from the back room and getting all this new product in and sorting everything. I mean, they probably got new back room aisles and all that shit. Retail workers know that probably sucked. But for my mom, that was like her 9-11, dude. And her – and my mom's – my mom's marriage anniversary is on 9-11, and they're no longer together. So, like, that's, you know, that's saying a lot. But so, basically, we go, and, and my mom is dropping. I mean, my mom and my dad both didn't hold back many F-bombs. You know, they both were very flavorful with their speaking, their or their, how do I want to say this? They both swear all the time, which is why I do, I guess. Um, and... That is the most F-bombs I think I've ever heard her say in, in a 45-minute period um, was just the whole time so upset that Walmart switched everything. And I was genuinely scared. I, that was probably the one time that we went shopping that I did not ask for a toy, did not ask for anything. I just wanted to get out of there. I felt like her all the rest of the times we went shopping. Just just a, a, a wild, wild, wild thing. Um Another thing, I guess, I wanted to talk about. Uh, uh, this is the, the other thing. I was saving. I wanted to save this actually for when I had somebody else on that that worked from the store. But this is something that happened at the store that I worked at. Again, I worked at Target, and uh, we have this. We have this thing called reshop. Reshop is when you, as a customer, um, come in and you're like, okay, I am returning this item. It is for whatever reason. Um, I'm, I'm returning it, you know, whether it's, it's defective and they'll ask you like, what's the reason you're like, Oh, it just, it didn't, if it's clothed, Oh, closing. Oh, it didn't fit or, Oh, they didn't like, it wasn't the right one. Maybe I got the wrong toy. I I meant to get this one. I'd like to exchange for in-store credit or whatever, whatever. So that's called reshop to us. It's customer service for you or guest service for you, but it's 
for us that's like they take the product and then they go put it in a bin they sort it put it in a bin and then they'll eventually whoever section that is has to come up and get that stuff now speaking of 9-11 this uh where i was at these people would get stuff right so let's say over a day maybe like 30 50 to 50 guests and that might be a lot that might be a little i don't that's probably around would come in let's say and and they all that many returns have come in it's probably more than that actually but a lot of people return things or they right when they check out they're like oh shit i got two of these i didn't need two of these and they bring them over and, and these bins pile up sometimes you get big items that fill the whole bin up and they'll be like hey can somebody from you know chemical section the household cleaning section can they come up and get it and get fill get this bin it's full and if you have time, you know, you come up and go get it. Now, that that was very calm, how I just did that. How they do it is um, is is something along the lines of, uh, of a, a World War II veteran in the trenches die as, like, people are dying in their arms. They're, they're sitting there like, we got reshop for A block, B block, C block. Oh, there, there's too many. There's too many of them. We can't. And, and they're just, like... The urgency is literally like there is an active shooter in the building. Like, I, I don't know if there was one, if they would have that same level of it. Like, it's insane how, how crazy they sometimes and not everybody. Right. But some people would just get like, holy shit, we need this. This bin, this bin is full. OK. And if we don't get it, it, it needs to get out of here now. It needs to get out of here now. And they would just like lose their shit, dude. And. And it was always the funniest thing because, like, you know, then you have to go. You go up and get it, whatever, and it's, like, four boxes, and you're like, was, was somebody getting shot up here? Like, why did – was somebody going to kill you if this box didn't get a – whatever. So so they would freak out. And the, the funniest thing was it, it wouldn't be that bad, I guess. I wouldn't – and I wouldn't talk any shit, right, if um, if their track record was maybe a little bit better. But this is the one of the funniest things that I, I – I, I came in the next day to this. I, I was not there when it happened. Um a customer had come in and and they were returning a lego set and you guys know me i love legos big lego fan there's none up yet there were on the old set you can go look at that go watch the old videos see that but there will be some soon i'm gonna put some up here um somebody came in returned a, a big lego set like 150 dollars, 200 dollars set so like a big big boy and you know they were like oh i just got the wrong one for my kid whatever whatever i'll take in-store credit it's fine and so they returned it, guest service looked looked at it, you know, it looked at the box, like didn't see any issues with it, even though, you know, Lego box has like specific tape holding it down so they could have seen that the tape was cut or whatever. They didn't look at anything. Then later that evening, and we, we got to come in in the morning. I worked in the morning, so I got to hear about it and see it in the morning. Um, somebody saw some pasta noodles leaking out of the the toys bin for the for the reshop and and so they go over to check it out and they're like oh it's coming out of this box and then they open the box the entire box of this like 150 again 150 dollar 200 dollar lego set full of pasta noodles not a single lego in there these people whoever it was bought a lego set built that shit Filled the fucking bin with they went and bought, you know, three, four dollars worth of pasta, dumped it all in this fucking Lego box so that when they shook it, it made the noise and they brought it back and got their money back. 
That's insane, dude. That's such a dub. I mean, like, I can say it now because I don't work there, but that's a dub for that person. And I just remember thinking that, like, the whole time, like, dude, y'all really calling for me to come empty these boxes like, like somebody's dying. And you're not even checking to see if there's real Legos in this fucking box. Now, granted, I don't know if I would have caught that either. But, you know, I, I'd like to think that maybe there would have been some tell. Because that's hilarious to me. So, like, so funny. And I know people that maybe haven't worked retail maybe won't find that funny. But the fact that, like, dude, a Lego set, even like this. This is, like, 150 bucks, $200. This is a chessboard. That sounds kind of like pasta. Right? A little? I don't know. That's a little bit like pasta, right? And so apparently somebody figured that out and they did that and uh, they finessed some some Target employees. But uh yeah, that that's pretty funny. Speaking of Target too, I was actually just there and and since I I since I stopped working there, I think I've been there I've shopped there more times than I've ever shopped in my life. And I feel so stupid because I used to have a fucking discount and now I don't have the discount. And I've spent way more money there. So, money that I don't have. That I shouldn't be spending. Um, but I went there the other day to buy... Uh, I picked up the the new God of War game. And uh, that is uh, the best game I've ever played. Like, hands down. So, so amazing. Everything that the last game did, this game does it better and bigger and more fleshed out. And it just... The, the, the character beats are fantastic. The voice acting and the, the motion capture, amazing. If you guys have not played... The, the new God of War or any of the God of War games, you should. It is phenomenal. And I, I put in the title because I just wanted to to say I, I've spent 50 hours with the game, 40-something hours with the game. And and I, I love it. And I'm going to do all the, all the extras and, and just play the shit out of it because it is such a fun game. And I, I hope that they make more. I hope they make a ton more. But that, that it's just literally the coolest shit. And I, I hope, I wish everybody would play it so I could talk to more people about it because I, I love it. Now, um, I wanted to talk about this. Uh, McKenna sent me a couple of stories that I thought would be fun to maybe um, react to. Granted, some things that would maybe be, be pretty funny uh, to bounce off some, some of our regular guests here, but I think a couple of these you guys might find interesting. So, what the Washington Post posted an article about a woman who ran a 100 mile record uh world record race um but because the course fucked up and it wasn't actually 100 miles um apparently it was what was it short by 716 feet uh so they didn't count it and yeah the community decided to not ratify her record so she ran this hundred what she thought was a hundred mile ultra marathon and if I'm a big I'm a big David Goggins fan, so like I I've been reading a lot about ultra marathons recently actually, and um, that's ridiculous. First off, I ran a regular marathon with no training, and I thought I was gonna die. So, you know that times four, roughly, she she thought she ran that, and either way she she basically did minus seven hundred feet, and uh, because of that, she's no she doesn't get to keep the world record. And I, I'm not gonna lie. Who was the snitch? Who like what? Who what made them remeasure it? Were they just like, nah, there's no way she did it. Like there had to be some be to even think about checking, which I mean, like, I guess for the integrity of the world record, 
I guess that's a good, that's a positive that they checked, right? That they did check. Like if you were that guy, if you're whoever's holding the record, you're probably like, hell yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like no cheating me out this. But but you got to think like who was like, who who was there at the end of the finish line and was like, nah. That wasn't a hundred. That wasn't a hundred miles. That was close, but I feel like it wasn't. Like who who suggested? Right. It, I, I don't have the entirety of the article. We just have the their post about it, which is I mean, it's a lengthy post. Yeah. And McKenna just mentioned that she wonders how much uh, they beat it by. Um, because, yeah, if she had beat it by, you know, enough time, like. But how, how, my question is, how do you figure out like how long it take for them to re measure it? Couldn't they have just like stopped her time? And then I guess no, because then she would be recovered. I was going to say they could stop her time and then have her proceed. But that wouldn't be fair because that, yeah, that wouldn't work. That was the same thing that that's just something not as bad, but something just happened actually for in, in the NBA yesterday, I believe, or two days ago, where um, the Mavericks were playing the Nuggets, I believe. And uh, Luka Don, yeah, Luka Dantage hit, hit a three pointer at the buzzer of halftime, halftime or the third quarter. Yeah. Halftime. And uh, after review, they saw that he stepped on uh, the line, but they the teams had already gone to the locker room, so they made a mistake. Like they they reviewed it too late. They didn't check the right angle until fast enough. So then basically what happened was they ended up uh, bringing the teams back on the floor to get ready to play the third quarter, but instead gave the ball to the Nuggets. So it took the three points away, and then gave the ball to the Nuggets because he stepped out of bounds, and there was like two seconds left, and they were like you guys are going to play two seconds and then we'll start the third quarter in the two seconds. The nuggets hit a full court shot for three, so three points and uh, they end up winning by one. So that's a six point swing, you know, and they ended the nuggets ended up winning the Mavs lost. So kind of crazy. And it's just wild that it's like, uh, you know, it's on the people officiating or on in the case of that woman running the ultra marathon on the people, dictating the race so i i just thought that was uh i don't know that's that's gotta suck i i remember one time in grade school basketball uh um one of my friends hitting a buzzer beater to win and we were at home and the gym teacher there uh it was a it was a woman gym teacher not uh not my gym teacher that we had on the pot not not mr mcnulty that's my homie he would never do this he if anything he would have helped us out he would have started it a second late. She started, she fucked up and started it early. It was like a second and a half or, you know, two seconds or something. And she had started it before the ball got passed in. Like as he was about to, like he did like a fake pass and then passed it in. And like as his hand went here, she started the clock and then it got passed in. Kid makes it. They don't count it. But the buzzer like sounds early. Like it sounds as he's shooting it. And everyone in the gym is like, wait, like the fucking clock started early. Let them run it back. Like they should get to run it back, which is like, I think what would happen in a, in a real, like in a college level or in a professional, uh, um, stage, if, if the person running the clock fucked up, you know, they're going to just reset up and do it again. Um, and no, I, we just lost, we lost by one. We were very upset. And then the, the lady came and apologized to us and we were very mad because like, we went, you know, you go to the locker room and then your your coach is like, we can't blame it on the rep. We can't blame it on that. We got to da, 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 da. And, you know, you're a kid. 
So you're like, no, it is the ref's fault. No, it, it is the lady's fault who messed up the scoreboard. And then, uh, you know, your coach is telling you, no, 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 no. And then enters lady and she's like, yeah, that one's on me, guys. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, you fucking knew it, dude. I fucking knew it was your fault. And it's, uh, yeah, not a good, not a good feeling, not a good time. Um, but you know, it is a good time. Thanksgiving, people get to spend time with their families. People get to eat some good food. Do you guys like turkey? I don't really like turkey. I like turkey lunch meat. Love turkey lunch meat. Turkey lunchable. That's fire. But turkeys, dude, I'm just not into that. I don't, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like a lot of like the white people holiday foods. I just don't. I don't like, um, what is it? I don't really like turkey. I don't really like prime rib. I don't even like, I mean, I, ham's okay. You know, I just, I'm not into all of it. I just, I like cheese. Like if, if, if I could choose like a se- for a celebration, I would like to eat like a variation of, of mac and cheese and pizza. Whatever it is. You want to make mac and cheese pizza? Want to make a buffalo chicken mac and cheese? Or even better, a buffalo chicken mac and cheese pizza with some ranch on the side or drizzle on top? That's what I would like. That's what I, that's how I'm going to celebrate Thanksgiving when I'm when I have my own family. That's what I will do. Um, but until then, I have to eat these other things. You know, stuffing is another one, too, that I don't. I used to like stuffing when I was little. Like, I liked it. I fucking hate it now. Like it gives me a headache. I don't know what it is. I can eat like I, I have bread. a. I love bread, but there's like something. Is there celery or something in there, or something else? There's like something in there that is just not fucking with me. Like I can have like, like a little baby amount, like less than the palm of my hand, and I'm like, oh, that's fine. If I had more than that, it fucks me up. I do like potatoes, so if there's potatoes involved, mashed potatoes, I will eat that. Um. But yeah, I don't know for for Thanksgiving food. What's a what's a other? Is there any other famous Thanksgiving foods? Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie. So I guess Thanksgiving is saved then. Sweet potatoes are all right. Regular potatoes. Yeah, sweet potatoes with marshmallows are very good. Very good. Um, are there any Thanksgiving traditions other than just eating? Football. Yeah, that is true. And Fetty Wap now. Just dropped the Yam song. Did you guys hear this song? No. I'm putting you all on right now. I'm putting McKenna on right now. She said she's not heard it. We're all, we're going to wrap here in a second, but you have to tell me that you go listen to Fetty Wap's new song. It has something to do with the yams. I heard a snippet of it on TikTok. It's fucking awesome. It's hilarious. I want to go listen to it. I want to stream the fuck out of it. Um, while you're there, I dropped a new song. This last Friday, you should check out as well, called Lifeline. It's uh, I have links down below. It should be in there. If it's not in there, then you'll find me on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, everywhere. Um, but I want to say, you know, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, you know, hang out, relax for the for the week. Hopefully, your your professional sports teams win. Um, and aside from that, I want to thank everybody who's in the live chat today. Those that watched days after or are listening days after or on Spotify or here on YouTube. Um, I also want to say a quick shout out to our patrons. Um, 
We got uh, tons of exclusive content over on patreon.com slash Darren Rita, where you can uh, find a series where I break down how I make every single one of my songs, as well as extra footage to hooping videos, vlogs, wrestling videos, all that good stuff. Um, and there's a new video going up this week, so I'll be finishing that up tomorrow. Um, very excited for people to see that. But yeah, just go to patreon.com slash Darren Rita. Check that out. You can support the channel for as little as a dollar, by the way. Um, also, quick shout out to Kenosha Auto Insurance for sponsoring this episode. Shout out to them. And this has been the 177th episode of the Detox Podcast. 